Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Hi everyone, it's Johanna here and I'm your reader today. Today, well, here in Israel, the Shabbat has already ended and um, so this episode is coming to you a little bit behind schedule and I am sorry, I apologize Sometimes life happens and it turns out this way, especially on Fridays. But anyway, so the Shabbat that we just finished here is a special one. It's called Shabbat Shira, which means the Sabbath of song. It is the 27th of January, the 17th of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. And it is the Sabbath when the Torah portion Beshalach is read, which contains the triumphant song of the sea from Exodus 15, as well as the song of Deborah in the Haftarah portion from the prophets. And so it is called the Sabbath of song. We're going to finish up the portion Beshalach by beginning with Exodus chapter 17. But first, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. All the congregation of Bnei Israel journeyed from the wilderness of Sin in stages, according to the command of the Lord, and camped in Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. So the people quarreled with Moshe and said, Give us water to drink. And Moshe said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted for water there, and they complained against Moshe and said, Why have you brought us out of Egypt to kill us with thirst along with our children and cattle? So Moshe cried out to the Lord, saying, What am I to do for these people? They are about to stone me. The Lord said to Moshe, Walk before the people and take of the elders of Israel with you, along with your staff with which you struck the river. Take it in your hand and go. Behold, I will stand before you there upon the rock in Horev. You are to strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people can drink. Then Moshe did just so in the eyes of the elders of Israel. The name of the place was called Massa and Merivah. 
because of the quarreling of Bnei Israel, and because they tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us, or not? Then the Amalekites came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. Moshe said to Yehoshua, Choose men, go out and fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Yehoshua did as Moshe said and fought the Amalekites, while Moshe, Aaron, and Hu went up to the top of the hill. When Moshe held up his hand, Israel prevailed. But when he let down his hand, the Amalekites prevailed. Moshe's hands grew heavy, so they took a stone, put it under him, and he sat down. Aaron and Hu held up his hands, one on each side. So his hands were steady until the sun went down. So Yehoshua overpowered the Amalekites with his army, with the edge of the sword. The Lord said to Moshe, Write this for a memorial in the book and rehearse it in the hearing of Yehoshua. For I will utterly blot out the memory of the Amalekites from under heaven. Then Moshe built an altar and called the name of it the Lord Nisi. Then he said, By the hand upon the throne of the Lord, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. That was Exodus chapter 17. The Haftarah portion for this Shabbat is from Judges 4 and verse 4 through 5 and verse 31. And if you're not familiar with what a Haftarah portion is, it is a portion read from the prophets, um, and it usually contains some sort of theme that relates to the Torah portion. There was a time when Jews were not allowed to read from their Torah scrolls, and so they found portions from the prophetic scrolls, the prophets, that they would read from instead that would relate to what was happening in each week's Torah portion. So every Shabbat, we read a portion from the Torah and a relating portion from the prophets. Now Dvorah, a woman who was a prophetess, the wife of Lapidot, was judging Israel at that time. She used to sit under the palm tree of Dvorah between Ramah and Beitel in the hill country of Ephraim, and Bnei Israel came up to her for judgment. Now she sent and summoned Barak, son of Avinoam, from Kedesh in Naphtali, and said to him, Hasn't the Lord, God of Israel, commanded, Go, march to Mount Tavor, and take with you ten thousand men of the sons of Naphtali and of the sons of Zvulun? Then at the Kishon torrent, I will draw out to you Sisra, the commander of Yavin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will give him into your hand. But Barak said to her, If you are going with me, then I will go, but if you aren't going with me, I won't go. Surely I will go with you, she said. However, no honor will be yours on the way that you are about to go, for the Lord will sell Sisra into the hand of a woman. So Dvorah arose and went with Barak to Kedesh. Then Barak summoned Zvulun and Naphtali together to Kedesh, and ten thousand men marched up after him. 
and Dvorah went up with him. Now Hever, the Kenite, was separated himself from the Kenites, from the children of Chovav, the father-in-law of Moshe, and had pitched his tent as far as the oak in Tzananim, which is near Kedesh. They told Sisra that Barak, son of Avinoam, had gone up to Mount Tavor. So Sisra ordered all his chariots, nine hundred iron chariots, and all the troops that were with him, from Haroshet Hagoim to the Kishon. Then Dvorah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day in which the Lord will deliver Sisra into your hand. Has the Lord not gone out before you? So Barak came down from Mount Tavor, with ten thousand men following him. The Lord threw Sisra and all his chariots and all his army into confusion before Barak with the edge of the sword. Then Sisra got down from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Haroshet Agoyim. The whole army of Sisra fell by the sword. Not one was left. Meanwhile, Sisra fled on foot to the tent of Yael, the wife of Hever, the Kenite, for there was peace between King Yavin of Chatzor and the house of Hever, the Kenite. So Yael went out to meet Sisra and said to him, Turn aside, my lord, turn aside to me, don't be afraid. So he turned aside to her into the tent, and she covered him with a blanket. He said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a skin of milk and made him drink some, and covered him. Then he said to her, Stand at the entrance of the tent, and if anyone comes and asks you, saying, Is there a man here? Then you will say, There is no one. Then Yael, Hever's wife, took a tent pin and got a hammer in her hand, approached him stealthily, and drove the pin into his temple, until it pierced through into the ground, for he was exhausted and in a deep sleep. So he died. Now behold, as Barak was pursuing Sisra, Yael came out to meet him and said to him, Come, I will show you the man whom you are seeking. So he entered with her, and behold, Sisra was lying dead with a tent pin in his temple. So on that day, God subdued King Yavin of Canaan before Bnei Israel. The hand of Bnei Israel pressed hard on King Yavin of Canaan until they had cut off King Yavin of Canaan. Then Dvorah and Barak, son of Avinoam, sang on that day, saying, When the leaders take the lead in Israel, when people freely offer themselves, bless the Lord. Listen, O kings. Give ear, O rulers. I to the Lord I will sing. I will sing praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you came out from Seir, when you marched from Edom's field, the earth trembled. The heavens also dropped. Yes, the clouds dropped water. The mountains quaked before the Lord. This Sinai at the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anat, in the days of Yael, the highways were deserted. Travelers walked by crooked paths. Villages were deserted in Israel, deserted until I, Dvorah, arose. A mother in Israel arose.
They chose new gods. Then war was in the gates. No shield or spear was seen among forty thousand in Israel. My heart is with Israel's rulers, who offer themselves freely among the people. Bless the Lord. Riders on white donkeys, sitting on saddle blankets, traveling on the road, sing, louder than the sound of archers at the watering places. There, let them rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, the righteous deeds for his villages in Israel. Then the people of the Lord went down to the gates. Awake, awake, Dvorah, awake, awake, utter a song. Arise, Barak, lead away your captives, O son of Avinoam. Then a remnant of nobles came down. The Lord's people came down to me with the mighty ones. Those with root in Amalek are from Ephraim, following you, Binyamin, with your peoples. From Machir came down rulers, and from Zvulun wielding the martial staff. Issachar's chiefs were with Dvorah, Issachar was with Barak. Into the valley they rushed at his heels. Among the divisions of Reuven there was great resolves of heart. Why did you stay in the sheepfolds, to hear the piping for the flocks? Among the clans of Reuven there was much searching of heart. Gilad stayed beyond the Yarden, and Dan, why did he stay by the ships? Asher sat at the sea coast, dwelling by its docks. Zvulun is a people who jeopardized their lives to death, and Naphtali also, on the heights of the battlefield. The kings came, they fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought at Ta'anach by the waters of Megiddo. But they took no spoil of silver. From heaven the stars fought, in their courses they fought Sisra. The Kishon torrent swept them away, that ancient torrent, the torrent Kishon. O my soul, march on with strength. Then the horse's hooves beat from the dashing, the dashing of his mighty steeds. Curse Meroz, said the angel of the Lord. Utterly curse its inhabitants, for they came not to the aid of the Lord, to the aid of the Lord among the mighty. Blessed above women is Yael, the wife of Hever the Kenite. Above women in the tent is she blessed. Water he asked, milk she gave him. In a lordly bowl she brought him butter. Her hand reached for the tent pin, her right hand to the workman's hammer. And with the hammer she struck Sisra. She smashed his head. Yes, she crushed and pierced his temple. At her feet he collapsed, he fell, he lay. Between her feet he bowed, he fell. There he bowed, there he fell dead. Through the window, Sisra's mother looked out through the lattice and lamented shrilly, Why does his chariot delay in coming? Why do the wheels of his chariots tarry? The wisest of her princesses answer her, Yes, she repeats the words to herself. Are they not finding, dividing the spoil? A maiden, maidens for every warrior. To Sisra a spoil of dyed garments, a spoil of dyed garments of embroidery, double dyed garments of embroidery for the necks of every soldier. So let all your enemies perish, Lord. 
but may those who love him be like the rising of the sun in its might. Then the land had peace for forty years. That was Judges 4 and verse 4 through 5 and verse 31. The portion for this Shabbat from the Apostles is Revelation 19, verses 11 through 21. Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. The one riding on it is called Faithful and True, and he judges and makes war in righteousness. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and many royal crowns are on his head. He has a name written that no one knows except himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may strike down the nations. And he shall rule them with an iron rod, and he treads the winepress of the furious wrath of the God of hosts. On his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Then I saw a single angel standing in the sun, and with a loud voice he cried out to all the birds high in the sky, Come, gather for the great banquet of God, to eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of generals and the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and those riding on them, the flesh of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. Also I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against the one who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured, and along with him the false prophet who had performed the signs before him, by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast, as well as those who had worshipped his image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. The rest were killed with the sword coming out of the mouth of the one riding on the horse, and all the birds gorged themselves with their flesh. That was Revelation 19, 11 through 21, and it concludes our readings for this Shabbat. Again, I apologize that this is coming to you a bit late, and I pray that you have had a blessed Shabbat so far, and um, you'll hear from us again, God willing, next week. Thank you.